0: Hey man, uh huh. How much longer is this flight gonna be? Uh, I think we have like another like hour fifteen something like that. Almost shit. there. Shit. I know. Getting there though. Holy shit! What's that? Huh? Logan, there's a Nazi riding a shark on the wing of this plane. I'm sorry. I'm gonna need you to re- repeat that. Would you? Just, you you said a lot there. I said a Nazi. Yeah, riding a shark. Riding a shark. Wing of the plane. A, so a Nazi riding a shark on the wing of a plane. So if I look, if I just look a little more left, I'm going to see a Nazi riding Just a shark. look a little more left. I'm going to look a little more left right now. Because so you're to my right. But I'm going to look a little more left now. I'm going to look to the left. I'm, I'm going to, okay, you're wrong. You're wrong, Dustin, because that's very clearly a Nazi zombie riding a shark. You idiot. Tag und willkommen to Sharktoberfest. That's right. I'm doing the German intro because we not only watched a movie that has German stuff in it, it's a German produced film. I had a strong feeling about right? that. Right? Yeah. Did. did you notice some, some accents that they were trying to cover up unsuccessfully? Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what they do in sky sharks well and oddly they were trying to force some accents too they were it was it was interesting baffling the accent work in this movie is all over the dang place we'll get into that we'll have to get into that because right now this is just the intro to the show The show where we watch movies and we drink beers and we talk about both and the other there it is it's sharktoberfest new blood yeah i remembered I remembered that's 3 f- full episodes not including the Matrix one where we referenced that. So there. This t- technically counts as a running bit. I think bit. it's a thing now. <laughs> it counts as a thing now. This is the gritty reboot. My name is Logan Nielsen. I'm one of your hosts of this of, of this I'm going to call it Cinematic Swill. How about that, huh? How's that? I've never really used that before. That kind of combines both. Listen, things. I like that. And joining me as always, that other voice you're hearing is Champy. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't forget. <laughs> That's right, everybody. You're you're rolling with, with Crash and Champy again for another one. Uh, that is my co-host and resident brewmeister, Dustin Pixley. Hi, Dustin! Hello, Logan. What's going on? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm good. You doing all right? Yeah. Um, we watched Sky Sharks. We did. Mm-hmm. 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 It is, uh, it's a thing we did. It is a thing someone made, and here we are, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Um, this is our reaction to it, because I'm still working out how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, because it definitely looked, sounded better than, say, just Shark. Thing. Yes, yes. It kind of looks like a movie, but then sometimes does not look like a movie, and then there's some refreshing stuff that was in it that other movies don't do, you know, like uh, uh, sets and costumes. <laughs> that we want that was something new for us yeah i know it is so bad because we've talked about this too how the bar is so low now yes yeah it does not take a lot oh no for to sure. excite us i literally was just like oh they have uniforms and then not they also did practical gore which like whoa it has been a while since we've seen that done well in a shark movie usually it's just like a little CGI oh, yeah, blood spurt or they just go oh, or they throw like a, a cup of blood on someone some, or some corn syrup like I should yeah say, not yeah blood. it'd be maybe <laughs> yeah we got actual blood yeah. yeah who knows yeah maybe cheaper than the corn yeah, see the toxic shark we're gonna put in with cg but we do have a bucket of glenn's blood uh and we'll use that when we need to here and there <laughs> we should probably hurry up it's getting kind of hot out yeah yeah don't, don't, want the, don't want the blood to go bad it <laughs> could <can> congeal coagulate <laughs> that's, true. that's true that's true oh look at those big words you're throwing out wow uh, but we'll get to Sky Sharks in a moment. But uh, we have a lot to say about it, and I'm not sure how we're gonna be able to fully talk about it. It's a, it's an interesting one. Um, but before that, Champy, uh, should we should we crack our brews first, and then maybe have a little more chat, or do you want a little more chat first then brews? What let's you- let's crack the brew first. This let's time. crack a brew. I'm a little thirsty. Let's crack this brew, and I actually picked this one. You did. And I picked it solely because the design is very similar to the kind of synth-wavy shit that's in this movie we watched. I love the look of this can, though. But what what we got here, Dustin? So we are doing Toppling Goliath's Digital Dawn. Digital Dawn. <laughs> you digital dog. Uh, yeah, Digital Dawn from Toppling Goliath, um, which, as we've covered before, they are out of Decorah, Iowa. And we've uh, mentioned that um, they are one that you have a, a strained relationship with. They've betrayed you. You guys used to be dating or something. Something happened. Something happened where you you seem uh, uh, needlessly uh, put off by them sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. We'll see how this one does. Some of their IPAs just kind of run together. That's so true. So I'd like to see something I can tell the difference between. This is the Digital Down Double India Pale Ale with Nelson Salvin. or is that, So that's what Nelson Salvin is one, right? Yep. That's okay. one hop. That's six. I, don't, I don't see a comma there, but I don't know my hops like you do. So with... Nelson Salvin, Simcoe, Cryo, Mosaic, Sabro, and Amarillo hops. It's a good blend. Didn't know there was that many hops. If I'm 100% honest, but oh, there are so many. Bro. I know, I know there is. We've covered this. That I, I barely know beer. <laughs> uh, made by Toppling Goliath Brewing. Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Um, I gotta get this in the light to read this paragraph on the back here. This digital double IPA. Now, what is a digital IPA? I think this is a a pioneer style. For oh, them. okay. So we've never heard is, of a digital IPA. This is the first time we've we've cranked a beer out of a computer. Yeah. <laughs> these, these are these are brewed. These, these, these hops have been pixelated. Yep. This beer has been aged and brewed in an old Macintosh computer. <laughs> Uh, this digital double IPA is ushering in a new dawn and awakening our senses to an alternate reality. Is ushering in a new dawn and awakening our senses to an alternate reality. That's it's a clunky sentence. It's not a bad. It's technically not a wrong sentence, but it's a little 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 cluck in there. You gotta, it doesn't uh, flow off the tone. Yeah, got got sweat off a little bit of the fat there on that one. Um, the reality ruled by the oppressive. Oh, hang on. All right. <laughs> We should have done this one for our fucking Matrix episode. This is—it <laughs> would have made more sense. This would have been good for it. Uh, the reality ruled by the oppressive grip of analog, analog Don and his sinister simulation. Oh, th- what they're creating like a world here. Yeah, is this are there are these reoccurring characters that we're gonna see on the back of of Do future? You that would be kind of fun. Having like a story, oh, it's almost if you could do like a Bazooka Joe comic on the back of yeah. a beer can, where there's an ongoing characters, and that'd be something. Analog Don <laughs> and his sinister simulation. In order to escape this dystopia, we must overload the cyber mainframe with lupulin. Is that a beer thing? That's in like oils from the hops. Oh, okay. Crack this can to unleash these electric flavors and send this diabolical overlord back from whence he came. Now, that whole sentence there, the whole paragraph there, uh, is very fitting with this movie for another reason. Because I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you chose this beer because it's it's right in line with what we have going on. It kind of is, yeah. I just went off the look because I'm like, that's synth-wavy kind of... Um, did you ever see like that? It was like it's called like Far Cry Blood Dragon or New Dragon, or whatever, but it was like they did this like DLC offshoot that was in like an 80s inspired synthwave uh, okay. kind of reality. And like the cover looked like that. Just like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like Kung Fury, like we were talking about before. If anyone saw that YouTube short, which is very uh in the same style. brewed and beautiful decor, Iowa, unfiltered beer, sediment is normal. Um I'm not seeing where's the other stuff? There it is. We got, I'm not seeing any ABV. Are you seeing that? Huh. I'm not. It's probably in the box, but that's upstairs. But this is 16 fluid ounces, which, you know, not 12, but I could tell the can was tall. So you kind of had an inkling. I had come to peace with it already. Please crack open this. I also like how the beer is digital, Dawn, as in D-A-W-N. And it's meant to combat analog don, d o n. That would be like if you had Luke Skywalker and he was going off to face Duke Bysmosher, yeah. and you're like, "Well, these are kind of soundalikes here." Clink. I'm oh, not bad. No, it's pretty good. It's got a nice little little hot blend going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wish it had a little more bite to it, like a little more, maybe even a little more bitter. I don't know. It's a little um. Yeah, other than like the Simcoe, I taste these the hops are kind of like the juicier ones. Yeah, you're gonna be proud of me. I taste the Mosaic, cause I do, because of that other that surly Mosaic we'd had. So I kind of that is a fen- phenomenal hop though. I do love the Mosaic hop. But I'm a little attuned to that one now. So I do kind of it tastes similar to that. It's not bad though. It's refreshing. I wish I knew what the ABV is, but like it doesn't really taste strong much. But you can juke It's, it's that. a double, so I would assume it's around seven ish. Probably. But which, if so, it doesn't really taste boozy. No, they mask it pretty well. 7.8. 7.8? 7. 8, really? Yeah. Really? Huh. Because this tastes, it doesn't taste that boozy. It tastes kind of on the, not the lighter end, I guess. What would you call it? I guess lighter. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not as heavy as some double IPA, so I think no. that's helping with- That's helping, too. Not m- making it feel as boozy. No, you know, it's not bad. It's got good flavor. It's pretty light. It's refreshing. This is this would be a, this would be a really good uh you know sometimes we just say like a good porch sit and beer this is a good summer yeah out on the lawn this one would get you in trouble though being seven point eight because it goes down pretty I, easy for so sure what you want if you, you had this, this four pack by yourself yes you're gonna get kind yeah this drunk. is this is a four pack so we got we got four tall boys here um but we've got uh, another. Something else we'll be sampling later that Dustin brought. We'll save that as a surprise. That'll be later in the show where we'll be making a horrible mistake. Um, but uh, yeah, well, before we eh, we yeah we, we can draw a little bit more, especially since we yeah the the this movie the meat gonna, of this episode <laughs> might not take up as much time. It, don't get me wrong. we got a lot of stuff to talk about this movie, but it's not going to be so much like a beat by beat breakdown because we, you'll you'll yeah. see because like it's not worth doing it that way. But there's a lot to. Discuss, so don't worry, we're still gonna do what we do. Um, but we won't have to go. I, I think it's, j- j- to let you know ahead, the beats kind of repeat themselves, so that's why <laughs> we're like not necessarily gonna have to dig too deep into the story. But there's a lot to talk about with this movie. Um, but hey man, we haven't, uh, I know we just had an episode a couple weeks ago, but it's been a little bit since we've recorded. Um, how you been? How's it going? Not too bad you Watched anything good recently that's that does not have sharks in it or that does have sharks in it also no, allowed. I did start the second season of The Righteous Gemstones, the oh, Danny I have, not, I have not started season two yet because I loved season one. It's been pretty good so far. Is it good so far? They're taking John, good- John Goodman's character in a really fun way, so okay, I'm excited cool. for you to see it. Okay, yeah, I've heard that too that like John Goodman is, is kind of on fire this season. I haven't watched it yet. This we're recording this what we're like second to last week of January, yeah. so this will come out in February, but um yeah no i haven't watched that yet um jess and i just watched the other night uh we watched season one of ted lasso okay i've been meaning to get to that because i've heard lots of good things yeah that's the thing i've heard all the good things too and which then makes me be like is it you know as good as as they say you know i'm always worried about something with hype or whatever um it's quite good it's quite good it's uh it is. It's like kind of got this over positive thing, which I know some people complained about, but to me it didn't bother me. Like it's nice that it's got this kind of like. Well, it's kind of nice to get that because you don't get a lot of that these days. No, you don't. Not you really don't. since um, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek kind of had get, it. Yeah, yeah this kind of takes like that. up that mantle, and I, I, I think I like it a little more than Shit's Creek. As much as I like Shit's Creek, I kind of this this one. I guess maybe because it feels a little more like on a track of what they're doing with their characters and their story a little bit more, where Shit's Creek at a point was a little bit just milling about in town. It felt, you right. know what I mean. Um, but I, uh, I'm enjoying it. It's like the, the way I thought of it was of where like, yeah, every episode has its kind of little like, ah story, heartwarming moment that is the lesson or the moral or whatever. And I realized that's what you get from like a good episode of the Simpsons, you know? Yeah. Like the best episode of the Simpsons are the ones that are really funny, but then also there's like a heartwarming moment between like Lisa and Homer, you know? And you're like, oh, he loves his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, in all this time, yeah, all this time, even though here's here's a bunch of shenanigans of him being a terrible father, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, but I enjoyed that. Well, yeah, well, okay. Uh, are we are we ready? I guess to dig into the movie. You think? Yes. <sighs> okay, just just priming myself. Let's go. And now your feature presentation. We interrupt our program for an important message. News just came in that flight NHL 234 crashed on its way from Vancouver to Frankfurt near Iceland. We currently have no further information, but air traffic control emphasizes that a terrorist act cannot be ruled out. This was Jason Pavanagh, live from the ATT t building in Tribeca, Manhattan. Your voice at night. Sky Sharks and the World of Tomorrow. Uh, but Sky Sharks 2020, directed by Mark Fez. Starring Thomas Morris, Ava Haberman, Barbara Nedeljakova, and a special appearance by Tony Todd, the Candyman himself. There was a couple special appearances. Was there who else was a special appearance? Uh, We had Robert Lozardo, who plays a gangster in every fucking movie. Or a gangbanger, I should say. Oh, that guy. Yes, yes. He is in the beginning. And I don't know his name, but he played Shang Soon in mortal kombat the original in the actual game too he was oh yeah he was he the, did voice. the yeah, yeah he did the voice and the body capture uh that is carrie hiroyuki tagawa that's probably good you that, that i name. didn't say that <laughs> i had to really look at it to uh, to get through it um yeah uh and tony todd if uh, no one's aware, he is in every horror movie but he's uh, probably best known as the candy man the that's, original that's what i said um, oh you did? Yeah, I said Tony candy Candyman himself. <laughs> yeah, he played Candyman. Uh I also love him in The Rock. Yeah. He's he's one of the the main main cronies in that one. But he's also nowadays in any low budget horror movie. And this one is like Well, a... he was in the final destinations too. He played Death, if you will. Oh yeah, he he played Mr. Destination. Yeah. <laughs> God it would been great if they would have called him that. That would have been fantastic. Um especially if they're like, Can I can I call you final? Please, Mr. Destination was my father. (laughs) Call me final. (laughs) Call me the... uh, (laughs) The F Destination. (laughs) Um, Yes, so Sky Sharks, it is is a German-produced film. It was uh, funded via a Kickstarter. And most of the movie is what we, not all of it but most of it is in front of a green screen a lot of digital effects um we'll get into the like the nitty-gritty of it but generally it was nice to see a lot of them are, are good or I'm okay just some decent production yeah because the cg looked good the cg looked all right there was moments of shitty cg but they knew to like cut away from it quick and kind of right. you know hide it uh in in in, in the shuffle of it all uh, but some good stuff, some uh, some good atmosphere they were going for, nonstop score, uh, costumes and makeup and practical effects, even with all the digital effects. Like yeah. I, I yeah, get this movie credit that, for there that. There was there was a lot of locations too. We weren't stuck in three rooms. Uh, yes and no. I agree and disagree because also we do like three different planes. <laughs> That's yeah they kept going back to that yeah I'll, I'll get into that I'll have the, have the basic breakdown of the plot but you yeah, know we did jump around it's a trotting movie even if some a lot of it's digital but it was it wasn't just being like this isn't a hey i've got four of my friends and the woods behind one of their houses let's make a shark movie question mark like this you know um as we were talking about before we started recording it really shouldn't be a shark movie no, no. Because it's not it's really not. It's hung up on the Nazi zombie of it all and then the, No, cuz the that's the main plot of the story. That's the main plot, but the the, the sharks, the sharks are, are really just they're just there. They're just there to be ridden. I think they're just there to give them the title Sky Sharks to Yeah, I think he just got really hung up on that. Yeah. 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 But even to why I called it like, you know, Sky Sharks in the World of Tomorrow cuz you you had mentioned we were thinking of movies this was like and it's like that movie, The Sky Captain World Tomorrow, where it's like, oh, we're going to make this look old-timey, but the whole thing's in front of the green screens and all CGI. This has that vibe to it. It's much more in an 80s synthwave look. Yeah, there's there's definitely- Even a, though it's going World War II in Vietnam, yeah. but like it's doing an 80s thing. Well, it's doing a style of movies that we've seen in the last probably five years. Mm. Uh, Turbo Kid comes to mind. I don't know if you saw that one on Netflix. I know of it, though. That one's similar to that kind of, it, it, like you said, kind of an 80s- um, Psycho Gorman is like that new one. Yeah. Kind of, it, there was yeah. the, the one, the Dance Dance Revolution movie they did. I cannot remember the title. Oh, oh. Um, oh what was that called? It was called like F Park or something yeah. like that. Or something like that. In that vein. Or, I the, feel or like the, the FP or something like that. Which what had a really fun trailer and had moments I liked on it, but it was yeah. generally. These movies have that problem where they just come off as kind of boring, you know, a little bit. Yeah. When they just Well, it's, it's, it's definitely style over substance with these movies. For sure. Yes. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. And this movie has that too. And this movie's too long you know it's it's almost 2 hours which you know isn't always a problem but this movie it really well it's just so light on story yes and it milks everything and when i say everything i don't mean just every scene i mean literally every line of dialogue or small human action takes 3 times longer than it should well just the opening alone took a very long time oh my god yeah it was it took um like the opening just like scene which is basically supposed to be your, like your cold open i think is like I thought I had it written down, but it's, it's it's like eight minutes long. Well, it's very excessive, and it's, it, it acts like we're trying to establish all these characters. Yeah. We and set, you know they're going to die. Yeah, the whole point of it. The, like the whole, I knew that they were going to yeah. die. Um, do we have any more base review thoughts? I think we kind of covered, I think that was our base review, yeah. and we can dig into it. As we mentioned up top, Uh, let's, they're, 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 there's Nazi zombies, and they ride sharks in the sky. And that's how the movie starts. It's o- basically the, the plot. opening scene is drawn out long scene of establishing characters who we know are gonna die yes we so it starts on an airliner and it it really does establish all these groups first it starts with this little girl um and i believe i think they're speaking german yeah they're speaking german um i believe they're speaking german but she's scared about flying or whatever and the dad's just kind of like whatever i i he he looks like andy dick but old (laughs) he does so he's andy dick grandpa yeah old grandpa dick <laughs> grandpa dick jackass presents grandpa <laughs> dick um well he's watching that weird in-flight movie sky frogs, frogs. which will come back later weirdly uh did you watch to the end of the credits I did. I didn't see. Oh, they do a they do a trailer for Sky Frogs, and then also an ad for the video game Sky Frogs, which I don't know if is real, but it's like they abandon. We'll, we'll yeah, get we'll, to get that. To we'll get, to get, to that. get to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, he's watching Sky Frogs, which just has a, a lady with her boobs out, and she's um, just firing machine guns at C- bad CGI frogs. Um, there's a lot of boobs in this one. Whole, whole. Le- this one is a full-on exploitation. And movie. so I was thinking about that. Yes. Is it that way, or is it just because they're European and they're not quite as uptight as we are? What do, What are you, your thoughts on that? Um. Well, a little bit of both, because I think they're they're trying to make, they're trying to make an American cult movie. They're trying okay. to make an eighties. It did seem movie. like they were trying to force it into every scene possible. Oh, for sure. It's it's, it's uh, it definitely seen that way. Yes. And that's what makes it like. Uh, that's why like I. This is where it gets into my like, I don't fully know how to feel about the movie. Cause I appreciate the movie just wanting to be a full on exploitation movie of really like, yeah, it's just gonna be blood and boobs and zombies and whatever. And like, and it feels exploitational. You know what I mean? No, they took every opportunity you to show a, boobs. Cause you see a lot of boobs, and a couple times you see a little bit of a join go. I thought I did as well. There was a couple moments and I was like, hmm, it's, it's weird to see. One of them was digital. Digital, a join go? Yeah, cuz remember is it when she's being held upside yes. down? Yes. Okay, that one. Well, she's and, she then, was, and then, then the shower no one. one too. The shower one and that one too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you saw it. I did. <laughs> I thought I did. I was like, Yeah. You see What are yeah. 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 And it's uh, and I just always go to like all anytime I see that, it, all I ever think is just like, ah, this lady had to just Yeah. have her thing out on camera." And I just no matter what the movie is, I always feel a little bad. And you I always know what? feel a you little need, bad. You need to balance that out and throw some dick in there. Thank you. I agree. I agree. If you're going to show downstairs, show all the downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just give me a tour of half the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. No, it, but that was where, like, the exploitation aspect of the movie was both like, oh, wow. Because that's like what we talked about with Piranha 3D, which I, to go back to that one, we haven't mentioned that one in a while, because I do feel like that one kind of nails what a modern exploitation movie should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like it definitely feels exploitative in that way of just being like, hey, look, we did boobs and violence and we're being gratuitous about it. But that's part of the charm of the movie. It's so hard to explain without just sounding like a pervert. This movie, though, it's like the nudity aspect was constantly making me uncomfortable (laughs) a little bit. Well, it kept happening because like in Piranha, we have like a segment of it. And then yeah. they kind of move on. Well, and that whole movie, too, is about, like, parties and, like, you know. Right, right. And literally yes. a girl's gone wild. Thing. Like, there's yeah, literally, like, there's narrative reasons for like that? Like, boobs are supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. This movie, there's, there's no real reason there. for it. They're just there. Well, the like, you see the one in the video, and then later, the next one is just a lady being fucked in... In the ice cold, Did you know. In like, an, Yes, in an Antarctic, like, World War II sub they just discovered. Yeah, and it was, like, on the surface... And it had a big hole in it, yeah. so I'm yeah, like, yeah, you'd be freezing. You may get stuck together, literally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then I ex- noticed that too, and I was just like, "No, no, yeah. no." One's first thought is, "Do you want to fucking this?" That's the thing. It's like Broken the moments, the moments they pop up are just kind of like a okay, like where it just feels like a oh, let's put boobs here, and that yeah, that's, you know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas like with where something like Piranha 3D is just kind of the one I use, like a modern version where I feel like it all worked. It's like. Oh, contextually, it works here. and It then, makes sense. Yeah. And then that stuff is so uh, countered by then the ridiculous violence. So it makes you feel like it's a party movie. Now it is a horrible, <laughs> like, gore soup. And that's a fun balance to play with, in my, in my opinion. I know what you're saying. I feel you. Yes. Yes, yes. And that movie, too, was made by a European director. It's one of those things. Like, I feel like they kind of know how to take what we used to do good in the 80s and how to make it fun. Although, again, this movie, I don't think... This is a bad movie. Yeah. No, it, again, style over substance. So they were just trying to cram in all of those cliches. And there wasn't a really a good direction. I wish there the movie had been more cliches, to be honest. I wish they had... Uh, there's so much exposition in this movie. For a movie where nothing seems like it really happens, yeah. story-wise, there's so much exposition. Yeah. they No, they did try to come up with like a very um sophisticated story. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. No, not at all. Here, how about this? Let me give you my quick... Here's the full beat breakdown of the movie. Will this... You think this will help? Yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. let's start with that. So beat one is plain one. So it starts in this airliner that we're talking about where it introduces all these characters painstakingly. We got we got Grandpa Dick and his granddaughter. Uh, uh, southern Shang He has a southern accent. Yeah, he like is, a cowboy. he's being like a good old boy. Again, more strange accents... Well, if you could get Tinkerbell to
1: give me a refill for it flitters its way back up the top of that Christmas
0: tree. Yes, there's a lot of strange accents in this. And yes. I, well, I think it's because they have a lot of European actors. It, it seems like moments of European actors trying to sound American and then American actors trying to sound European. No, they did. And neither doing well. Yeah. At all. Um, so and there's also. Uh, th- we There's have the, the priest, reformed, reformed reformed LA gangster priest yep. and uh the nun with him, which the nun had the only line in the movie I think I liked where he was she was like, The devil was in your soul back then and he goes, The devil wasn't only in my soul, he had his he was parked outside my soul and then then he moved in and he had his feet up and he was ordering he had this whole weird analogy and he's like and ordering pizza and then she just goes, Satan eats pizza? <laughs> I suppose they told you the story of when I became a priest, or how I became a priest?
1: Oh, well, I heard that it was a miraculous conversion, that you were one of those awful LA gang members. You'd let Satan into your soul. More than that, sister.
0: Satan had parked his car right outside the house of my soul. He busted the locks and was squatting his slimy self right in there. He was taking a dump. In my toilet, and kicking back on the couch, dialing himself a pizza, with the intention of staying for good.
1: Satan eats pizza.
0: It's a metaphor. Um, and then uh, oh, and oh, then there's a guy who's just looking at uh, like boobs. He recorded on his camera, like he was spying yeah. on somebody. That's and, their and t- they bring him back because they they find that camera. Oh yeah, they find that tape later. But what a stupid uh, yeah, yeah no. That's I just I just wrote down. Everyone's looking at boobies on this plane because like it's I just know seen, yeah. Because Grandpa Dick also yeah. is, yeah. And then there's a pilot who I wrote down. Gilbert Gottfried? He looks like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Uh And then and then the... Well, I guess I didn't do my beat down. I just got hung up on that, but... Well, also, Southern uh, Shang Tsung is also a pervert. Yes, yeah. That's a, that's where... And you told me this. You're like, get ready for a bro movie. Yeah. And I was like, it has that. It has the very, like, we're just going to kind of be... Horn dogs, but it's not gonna, we're not satirizing anything. It's like, oh, we're just kind of being pervs, we're just being gross. Yeah, and that's where it becomes like again to bring up my favorite movie of all time, Piranha 3D. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like with that one, too, it's like the pervs in it get their comeuppance. Well, the, yeah, and the context is there for them to be pervs. Exactly. Here yes. we just have a group of perverts who all happen to buy plane tickets. Yes, at the same they're, same time. All <laughs> they're all just on a flight somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then the nazi zombies riding sharks show up and just break into the plane and just brutally murder everyone which again they could have just taken the plane out because i think they had missiles on the sharks yeah and they have shark they have, a, they have some sharks that just can eat parts of planes and stuff but said they decide to actually break in and they introduce some zombies, almost like they're going to be main character zombies. But they do, they, like right away. They show us two, they they focus very heavily on two of them. And they're like specific reveals, because one's a lady one, one's like a big guy, and like it shows them like they take off their mask, and yeah. they're like, this is the look of this zombie. We see them again later, but then that's it. But they're it. not like a main no. player in this movie. No, they have no real role in it. Um, And they just brutally murder everybody. Oh, the, the, yeah. So this opening segment takes 13 minutes. Yeah, it's insane. For what reason? 13 minutes. Well, this movie is an hour 46 and it should not be. No. It should not be. Tight 90 at best. I'd even, this one should be in 80 minutes, I think, really. Um, The one thing I will say, though, this is where you start getting, there's great dummies. There's really great practical gore effects where it's like, it looks silly, but that's the fun of it. Well, and and that's the reason, obviously, they broke onto the plane is because they wanted to show a bunch of fun death scenes. Yeah. But it just seems out of place and kind of dumb. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't get your opening credits till 13 minutes in. Or there might have already been opening credits, but they're still going. I think at this point, and then uh, we go to Synthwave City for a minute. Um, it's just New York, but they put a lot of this coloring on it this this purple and blue and stuff on these cans. That's they just did highlights on that. But I yeah. saw, but there were shots. I'm like, well, no, that's New York. I'm like, I know that part of New York. I'm like that's the Brooklyn Bridge, but they put a lot of like pink haze over it to be like, yeah, welcome to welcome to the future in neon city. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it is. I think it's supposed to be in the future, but not that far in the future. They really don't make that clear. Because then we meet one of our main characters, because uh, it, it then goes to the the Department of the Investigation of Ancient War Engine. What a, and that's literally, uh, not of the Ancient War Engine, Just it's literally Investigation of Ancient War Engine. And it's like a, a whole building of Which they who, don't ever explain, just no. to throw this out there. Not once do we hear anything anymore about no, this agency. because they're all surprised that the Nazis are back. So it doesn't mean they weren't investigating Nazis the whole time. No, and it's you not know? clear. Do they live in that building? Because I don't know that they... Yeah, that's a good point, too. I forgot. Once they get there, then like they take a shower, and they have dinner, and they... Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, did you notice, too? Okay, so... I didn't think about that. One of our main characters, she gets out of her car into this, like, garage elevator. Yes. And she has to do the retinal scan. And then she has to prick her finger. Yeah. Is that every time? Because she was like, ow, and then yeah. like licked it, which and then it did like a seductive close by her mouth. I'm like, don't give me that. Yeah. I don't want to that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and also fuck that. Yeah. Every time I go out to get a, to I, get a slice. Anytime I want to go to fucking work. To get yeah. a slice. let <laughs> I'm in New York. I want to go get a slice. I gotta cut my fucking finger anytime I want to go back to work. Forget, forget about it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and our accents there were just as good as the fucking accents <laughs> right? in this movie um yeah because we meet uh, but the, then we meet one of the sisters there's two sisters the company is head up by this guy named richter richter that's the only name i could really suss out Oh, I couldn't tell you a single other name in yeah, this movie. because they don't make it clear. And they barely let let us know his name. They just happen to show... Well, we know it's his company. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Richter, and he's like an old man. He's got bad uh, oh, old man the makeup. the worst makeup on ever. His <laughs> really bad old man makeup. Uh, and he's also got like a glowing, like, Tony Stark spine or something. Like, it's like a bionic like, thing. Well, because he <laughs> keeps doing his check-in where it's like he's like 150 years old. So clearly, that's the that's to let you know, like, we're in the future. But then to jump ahead... We find out he was like in his forties in World War Two. Yeah, because he he's taking the serum throughout. Yeah, so the that's whole what I movie. mean, where it's like he's that old, and then you know, so now he's like a hundred and whatever. Like this would only be like twenty forty. Like it's not that far in the future. I have a note that says I'm a half hour in and we haven't properly introduced a single character yet. Hey, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we because you don't know who's going to be important at all. No, it's so vague, and I just have a note saying the two female leads apparently are Richter's daughters. They're her daughters because they don't make that clear either. No, it takes them a little bit. They they do. It's not until probably like the thirty some minute mark where they're like, he says it once. He's like, "Your sister," he's like, "Your sister won't listen to me." But it takes a few minutes later before he's like, "Where they one of them refers to him as dad." So yeah, because like yeah, so you find out they're sisters right but You don't know that they're the children of him. so this is where it's so. So beat one is plain one, and then we we're at the the. I ha, I have to read it because it's so baffling. The Department of Investigation of Ancient War Engine. Do <laughs> you think that was translated? Horrible. It just sounds broken. Like broken I, yeah, English. it really does. It's like a bad Google translate yeah. of something. They wanted it to say something else. like they emailed someone like the prop master, and he like I don't know. I'll Here's just there. Google. There's I'll just those. I'll just Google translate this. Maybe they left out a word, but they don't. <laughs> uh, they don't have enough budget for me to give a shit. So. Um, and then they're showing oh, because when they're there too, they're showing that footage of the camera that the guy was looking at on the plane that boobies on it. Yeah, and they're playing that, and there's they show the, the shark's flying, but then it's like double exposed. It's like that and the boobies he filmed. Like well, yeah, like they had to get that in. It's also not how digital video works. You don't double expose no. it. <laughs> like that's not how that works. Uh, and secondly, uh, titties on the news. <laughs> What is the future coming well, I to? What, well, I don't know. I don't know about titties on the news. <laughs> oh, his name is Klaus Richter. Klaus Richter. Yeah. Um and then it cuts to what I have as beat 2, which is Arctic Mission. Yep. Um and then we meet uh, the other daughter who I wrote down as Tara Reed. <laughs> <laughs> she's not, but they could have got her. It's the Terra Reed part. They could have got movie. her. Um and she's uh, they're in the Arctic and they found something. It's like a, a Nazi base. It's an old sub or whatever. But the, I, I, the guy has... That's the thing. Everything to... Like I said, is longer than it should be. Like our show. But every, <laughs> everything is so milk. So like that scene, I think he really explained why they just found this. But he did it so long and labor intensive, I couldn't pay attention. I just could not pay attention. No, I lost interest. He mentioned something about global warming and like the thaw coming faster. So I think, I, I think something happened where this old like massive like nazi sub or boat or whatever was hidden was hidden It is now thought out yeah and then we're supposed to know that from that being thought out is why the nazi zombie shark sky biker gang is back is back baby (laughs) yeah that's that's the most i can parse together of a of a plot yeah that makes sense so when they're showing up at the arctic base then they're like oh the team that's already there has cameras in their helmets and they play the footage and you immediately see boobies because two of them are having sex even though they're not wearing their helmets you're getting a pov shot of them having sex but he's not wearing his helmet right but it's supposed to be the helmet cam so i don't know but they're just banging in this frozen arctic <laughs> oh <laughs> u-boat it's so cold so cold and she's Fully nude it is this movie's got some full frontal in it um, and he's banging her and then just a Nazi just walks in the room and knocks his fucking head off and then she gets covered in blood and again even that moment of him like knocking off the head and blood spurting out onto her like takes longer than it should be and that's where it's like that's where your exploitation then feels gross where I'm like oh, oh they, they just linger they yeah, linger on those shots it start, that's where it starts feeling like someone's yeah. fetish behind it and not it gets, just a genre movie it gets worse when we get to the shower scene, which we'll talk about. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, that's where you start being like, oh, whoever made this movie just really wanted to get a girl naked and cover her in blood. And that's, y- you start smelling that at a point instead of being like where, again, my favorite movie in the world, Prana 3D. But even that, like even the director of that one in the interview, like I watched about it, He was just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I wanted to make like an 80s movie. And you, that movie feels like it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's no. like, I want to make a rated R 80s movie they used to make. This one feels like it's trying to be. This one feels like someone's fetish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you start getting. That's where the I kind of be like, at a point where I'm like, this. This was more about what you wanted to see. Well, than... I I think I'm almost certain that this movie had more boobs in it than our entire Sharktoberfest catalog thus far. Oh, for sure. Our our shark movies are surprisingly chaste. Yeah, I'm surprised at how few boobies we've seen. Right. Because really. Especially, yeah, just of the shark, shark movies. movies. I think of? I know, I'm just trying to think of... What even has... Not that, like, I, uh, this is making it sound like we're mad that we're not enough <laughs> yeah, yeah, no boobies, No, dude. but... But, like, for these movies that you're expecting, because they're all these party movies, they're genre movies, they're all trying to be a cult movie, you expect it a little bit more, but they're all really surprising. Even fucking, like we talked about with Shark and Saw, Women's Prison Massacre. Oh, no, yeah. Surprisingly chase And they movie. marketed that one
1: on boobies
0: Yeah. Like the Kickstarter thing was just like, do you want to see big old boobies? She literally said that. And I'm pretty sure she's a former porn star. So they're they're basically trying to say,
1: come on, fellas. Come look at some
0: boobs, but no. Yeah. None. Huh. You might be right. I mean, aside from Piranha 3D, I think is the only other one that, like, that's the only other one that would have probably maybe more or else, maybe not more, but longer scenes. Yeah. But, But otherwise, generally in our show, not a lot of nudity for a bunch of genre pictures. We haven't had a lot of nudity. No. Huh. Kinda of weird. Well, it looks like we're watching porn next yeah. <laughs> I'll find a shark one. Let's watch Debbie does Dallas. Um So we're in the Arctic. We we're with <laughs> My brain. I know you shut got off. lost for a second there. I looked down at my notes and like the world didn't I could tell you were just like no nope. Honestly, bro, I looked down and I just saw investigation of Ancient War Engine again and then Tara Reed question mark and I cu- I didn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now I'm just getting distracted by me. I'm gonna crack a beer. It's fine. Yeah, crack that. Crack that brew, bring it back to reality. Oh, there it is. So yeah, Arctic mission. So then they just find like there's just zombies on this ship, and then somehow, even though they were in there investigate, they must have got into the ship and immediately started having sex because they missed the giant hangar full of sharks. Oh, they didn't do any investigating. They went no. there to bang. Yeah. That's it. And then they kill him, and well, then they drag the the naked lady off, and then hang her above a a vat of sharks. Yeah, even though the other ones are like strapped up in hangers, but I guess they have fresh sharks. They're breeding. But the other ones they're zombies or machines, it's hard to it, hey who knows man. It's never explained how these yeah. sharks can fly or live out of water. Yeah. And again, I want to remind you too that like everything in this movie too is green screen or like digital. Some are in rooms, some actually have a set, which again is refreshing actual set design. No, but like that the vast studio. majority of this movie a lot of is it. green screen. And there were certain moments where I'm kind of like, "Oh, it, it looked it looked had kind of like a a, a Sin City look to it." Yeah. Not the same color palette, but where it's like they weren't worried about hiding it. And I think that's what helps, is they weren't trying to make it look realistic. It was like, we want no, a really no, no. stylized, they, they understand. Yeah. synth-wavy thing. It doesn't always work. But a lot of times, like I don't know, this movie was more pleasing on the eye than a lot of the shit we've watched. It really was. I mean, even just the the effects of the sharks look pretty good. The sharks look really good. Uh, When they eat something, it looks good. Because like, when he's hanging that girl above... The vat and the shark goes up and like takes a couple chunks out of her. Like it's actually really good. No, they CGI. definitely hired a good company. Yeah, which is something I'm not used to at all. Well, I I, I think it might have. I think they were effects people who kick-started decided to the make movie. a movie. I think they wanted to make the that movie. would make sense. Because yeah, there are certain things where I can tell it's like oh those are like VFX plugins you can like download and stuff like that. There's some things where it's like oh we just have this, but a lot of it is like pretty. Good design and animation and it looks interesting like they they also did the green screen stuff heightened enough to make it feel to give it like that kind of sky captain in the world of tomorrow yeah. feel where it's like oh we're not trying to make it look real we're okay that it looks kind of janky but that's the fun of it like I, you could see that you know oh no it was it was all on purpose yeah yeah. Um, but then Tara Reed, she goes in there and it's, Tara Reid's not in this movie, but I'm going to call this lady Tara Reed from now. We don't know her name anyways. So that's perfect. It's the thing, I even read it earlier and I couldn't even begin to tell you Yeah. what her, what her no. name was. Um, she, the girl zombie you do see on the first plane, she does stab Tara Reed with a syringe and that's all we know. She just grabs her, stabs her. And then just walks away. And and it's, it's really just strange. Leaves. Yeah. just leaves and then Terry runs out oh yeah and does this big slow-mo jump like to, yeah cuz the submarines crashing oh. into the ocean or well no it it sinks and turns invisible they have they have invisibility powers yes, on all their, their they stuff do. which comes back later
1: yes from the initial data it seems that sky sharks have developed a form of genetic stealth camouflage what is that if you can't see the target it doesn't matter how many missiles you have
0: so then that goes, we're back then at the Investigation of Ancient War Engines slash Dad's house? <laughs> right. <laughs> we're back there. Um, they saved Tara Reed somehow, and they're, she's been infected with something. Um, and then this, this is, okay, this is the really exploitative shower scene where she's washing the blood off of her, and then she's like on the floor. Well, and it's funny, too, while she's doing that, her sister's in the weight room. As a person who's never been in a weight room, as you can tell by her workout. Yeah, she's done nothing in the movie yet, but now it's like, yeah. So there's cross cutting between her working out, and this is where I'm like, ooh, this feels gross. Right. This now doesn't feel like movie stuff. This feels like boner stuff. (laughs) Like she's working out, and then this other gal, Tara Reed,'s in the shower. And that's where that's where I was like grossed out by the nudity of it. Now that really got excessive, yeah. Yeah. Cause where like she's like sitting down and like leans back and then you can see like her downstairs too. And that's where I'm just like, you made her take off her underwear for this too. You could have hidden that. I understand the boobies. I get it. She seems like she's at least done some nude modeling before, you know. Whatever. But like you made her you made her get naked. For this, right, I, I I do think of that too. Like how awkward that I have to be in a room yeah. full of a bunch of dudes. Yes, and you got to just lay on a floor butt ass naked. Yeah, yeah. you know it's not gonna be warm. <laughs> no, like, yeah that that was my thought too. I'm just like, you made her get all the way naked for that. Come on, man. Get, like, I get you're trying to do a thing, but it's like, like literally when I see that level of nudity, I'm just like, oh, let her let her wear something. <laughs> You know, because it it's not quite a not for this movie thing, but it's like a don't ask her to do that for this movie. Yeah. You know, Come on. Uh, tone it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where I just wrote. Yeah, I just wrote. <laughs> I wrote titties again. At, anytime I saw them, I just I wrote it down just to be like, how what, what's our count here? Um, but yeah, that's where I just wrote down full on exploitation because that's where I'm like, okay, we're not even. No, at this point, they've crossed. They've crossed over. Yeah. Before yeah. it was it was teetering, because the, the submarine thing didn't make any sense, but now we've definitely right. crossed, we've crossed over here. Well, and then there's also this weird, um, like these, uh, the best way I can describe it are these Starship Trooper interludes of, yeah. of being like, Richter Industries, we're looking out for you, but it's also like making the joke of like tyranny and stuff, but I don't know what the target of the satire is supposed to be.
1: When energy becomes a weapon. When the last remaining oil reserves rest in the hands of fanatics, war and terrorism must never be tolerated again. Setting out your challenge. Fighting at the Dead Flesh Forces. Your avatar. Your willingness to trade, And our knowledge ensures the safety of your family. The Dead Flesh Forces. Our sword of justice. We are Richter Technology. And our future is today.
0: I didn't really understand that either. because It was strange. Because it's very much doing the, like, join up now, Starship Troopers jokes. But, like, those ones are so clearly the satire of the movie. Like, those are the moments in Starship Troopers let you know, like, we're, we're making fun of the military. Yeah. And America and all that stuff. Like, we're making fun of it. This movie, I don't know... I think they just liked those things, but they didn't know how. They to. didn't really understand how yeah. to get a message out with that. Yeah, they knew they wanted to do like a Starship Troopers RoboCop thing, but they don't know. They didn't have a target for their satire. They, they just did. knew they wanted to do that too. They didn't have a Paul to uh, show them the way. Yeah, yeah, they did. They didn't have the old 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 Daddy V. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have him to do it. I, yeah, I, I, I. That's the thing. I, at a point, I did just write down what is this movie trying to say. Well, a lot of their cutaways don't make a lot of sense, because even mm. the ones where they're going to the past, they're trying. I know they're trying to explain something, but it's just kind of like perfect segue. Because now we're at the scene where then the daughters go to uh the, the bad makeup dad and Richter, and they're like, "Hey, like we f- we feel like you're hiding something from us." They say it in a really clunky way. They're like, we've been thinking that you're thinking you did. I can't remember how they phrased it, but it was a nightmare. Um, And then he's like, oh, back in, you know, 45, blah, blah. And then it reveals that he was a high Nazi commander at the end of the war. Oh, yeah. He worked worked directly with Himmler. and (laughs) Yeah, he is, (laughs) like, the worst person, which they don't ever really, like, we don't ever get any, like, judgment on him no i'll come back to that later because i have thoughts on that because there is like there's story points with that but not what it should be and then it goes back to my my third beat breakdown uh which is world war ii flashback which you think is going to be short but then it lasts for a long time they're all excessive and you got these nazis just explaining for a really long time oh they're already shooting up the syringes so like they already have the the nazi serum that keeps them alive for a long time but he's giving a big presentation of is this, how... Is this the meeting between, like, the boardroom, almost? Yeah, scene. of all the Nazis, yeah, yeah, okay. and, like, they have, like, the... And he does this, like, newsreel thing, kind of, which, by the... The animation in that was beautiful. They do... Yeah. He, he shows this, like, presentation of, like, how they're going to use the sharks and, like, the super soldier Nazi serum to take over the world, and it's done in this really, um... I don't know, what's the best, like, like, style of it, but... It, it's it the animation looks great. It's kind of it's it's clearly digital animation, but it's made to look like hand-drawn, like cell animation. Yeah. It looks fantastic. That was one thing I'm just like, this whole thing looks great. Yeah, a lot of the visuals in this movie. No, there's some good visuals. Pretty in, good. But like that animation in particular, I'm like, they because they took the time to make that. That there's no nothing they stole. There's no plugins for that. That was someone animated this, took the care to make it look good. It looked fantastic. Points to that. Whoever did that looks great it's part of a really long plot explanation that tells us nothing really but it takes a long fucking time because it goes on forever and and then it still looks great nothing ends up happening well and when they're driving to the 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 nazi meeting they're driving there's just like explosions and shooting on the street streets but they're just driving very slow and i just wrote down like what is happening in this flashback what's happening what when when is this What is where are they that they're just killing everyone but there's someone waiting in a building yeah, and he's just driving through it very slowly, but there's, like, explosions just on the sidewalk and soldiers, like, hiding and dying. And I'm like, are you driving into a war zone? What's happening? Oh, yeah, because my ne- my next note here, because it's just in the the full explanation of, like... Here's where to... About, like, it, the explanation going on too long. Because not only is it explaining it for too long, because my first note is, oh, my God, we get it. You have Nazi zombies, and they're going to ride sharks. You also... We've already seen the Nazi zombie sky sharks. So you don't need to take six minutes to tell us that we saw Nazi zombie sky sharks. No, no, you can wrap this up in two minutes saying, here's how we made a serum to make zombie sharks. Yes. And then just. You do it with Richter saying, like, back in 45, we blah, blah. And, like, he still narrates, you show some stuff. Maybe do a scene? Maybe just show, like, experiments happening? Yes. Yes. Okay. You just do a quick little montage, maybe one scene. Give us what we need. Yep. We already saw it. Show successful tests. Move on. We already know what's in the movie. Yeah. You don't need to explain what I saw. And also, this is like 25 minutes later. <laughs> like, I don't need to see him. I understand. There's. Oh, you know, the show is Zombie Shark. Then we move on to this, everything you said. And then we're just kind of circling back now. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then it comes back. Oh, this was because then it comes back to Richter and his daughters. And then Terry just goes, Let me summarize. And I was like, No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't now get to re explain the thing you took too much time to explain. It's almost like the movie understands that we got so bored that we tuned out. Yeah. They, like, we got we to gotta bring them back. We got to refresh about every 12 minutes of what's happening. And the what's happening is there are zombies <laughs> and they are Nazis.
1: Let me summarize. Once these predators are in the air, nothing and no one is safe. And they can play invisible. That's a disaster. So, that's what's on those water tanks at the Himmelsfaust genetically mutated flying Nazi sharks?
0: Great, cool. I haven't seen that in 9,000 video games already. I get it. I saw the movie Dead Snow. It's better than this. Yeah. <laughs> Dead, have you seen Dead Snow? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember if I've actually seen it. It's actually really good. I enjoyed it. And okay. that is does a good job of being like, we're making kind of a schlocky, exploitation movie. It's really fun. It's about Nazi zombies in the snow. I knew that much, yeah. Um. Oh, it, Daughter 2, the not tarried one, the other one, Uh, she has a real, I wrote down, she has a Tommy Wiseau accent. Well, because, yeah, and I also <laughs> she had does a, like, what are you telling yeah. me, father? <laughs> well, I had this thought too. <laughs> so we know because they also mention um paperclip project paperclip and that's why klaus is in america oh right he's like i i left then the nazis cuz it shows him like take the serum cuz the other he got shot the other commandant shoots him yeah so he takes it to survive and then he defected and joined project paperclip and she just goes you're one of the paperclip boys <laughs> <laughs> so oh hi mark hi mark you, <laughs> hi mark you're a paperclip boy I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> My question is, why do they have accents if they were born in America? <laughs> That's a good question. And especially because Richter barely has an accent. Right. And and really not even both of them. Tara reed has got kind of an American accent. <laughs> the other one has a Tommy Wiseau we'll accent. We'll just call her Tommy. She's Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Tara and her sister Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're one of the paperclip boys. Um, oh, and I I was trying to decipher this note. I just wrote, what is this lighting? But in that scene when the three of them are like, you notice there's just these, just big like lens flare orbs just all over. And I was in that moment. I realized I'm like, you didn't make a background to this scene. (laughs) And it's just, it's just weird lens lights. And it's also like over them too. I'm like, what is, what is this? What are you meaning to tell me? Are there just bright ass fucking lights everywhere at all times? but the camera can't see him i don't know i don't know i don't know that's hard to explain in in an audio form but i noticed something strange too at this point of the movie is that the soundtrack just changes so frequently into different tones so quickly yes yeah it's one of those we just need music playing at all times yeah just anything needle drop needle drop needle drop baby let's just play let's just play music yeah we can't be silent. If if anyone gets a moment to think quietly, they're going to turn off the movie. <laughs> um, okay. So now the next scene is is my my story beat four, and I call this exposition zoom call because Richter. Then they decide they have to they have to call some sort of council, which includes General, but also President Tony Todd. See, I was confused by that too. They made him sure seem like he was the president. He's president. He's credited as like major general something yeah like major general frost or some shit but he's sitting clearly in the oval office and he's like in charge and then some other people one i think is supposed to be like angela merkel kind of and then there's just like some he's like an operative in the field yeah and he's like this almost like like a spy cams watching him like when he's didn't it say something about fbi under his something i don't know and they just have this exposition where they rehash everything again for like 10 minutes and everybody milks every fucking line of dialogue well the every uh, line the merkel character was an american because i saw a youtube video where the the crew was coaching her how to sound german which they did a terrible job (laughs) yeah because i didn't i didn't buy she was german it was yeah honestly it was just looking at trivia and they said she was modeled after angela merkel is which is what made me think of it okay well she's an american that i she seemed I'm sure american figured that out. i thought yeah. she was american yeah but yeah i watched the tiny little 10 second clip but it's yeah it's the crew trying to coach her how to sound german that's great that's really good when well, she's the one that's like she just goes like you know sharks but they can fly
1: gentlemen dr richter these are sharks
0: but they can fly you say how is that? And yeah. that's how everyone <laughs> delivers every fucking line in this movie. Did you, uh... like, Tony Todd at least knows how to ham up a line, but every line he says too, he's like, he's like, yes, because we'll, like later he's like, yes, it's raining barbecued catfish, and it's like every line is so long. Did you, you catch the worst cornbread ever? Was that? we get a little racist? What, what was going on there? It seemed to, uh, yeah. Right? If not a racial thing, an American jab or something. Something. Because he gets on and he's just like, oh, like my wife's cornbread. And I'm like, that feels, like, what? What? I thought the same thing. I'm like, that was a weird line. Yeah. That was a weird what, thing to just throw in he there. What are you saying with that? What are you doing there? Why are you making Tony Todd talk about cornbread? Why are you doing that? Hmm? hmm? Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i have no idea what is accomplished i literally wrote down this exposition zoom call sucks <laughs> um well and they're like well, okay and, do you they notice- they- and at one point they're like if if the sharks mutate which they will and i'm like what where are you getting what? that from yeah well do you notice too like some of the some of the little cutaways so I, i'm not totally sure what part of the movie this was mm-hmm. but they did something about an antidote in my notes i just put why does it seem like they're doing a trailer in the middle of the movie seems like some of these cutaways that they yeah did. no i'd agree yeah. Almost like it's preparing you for a different movie you're about to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that entirely. Um, and then there's a report. I just wrote down this reporter rules because he does not know how to deliver his lines at all. I have a note about him, too. And another one where it's like he the, the information he tells us takes him three times longer than it should because yeah. he is milking it. He's like taking a big pregnant pause between every sentence, which, again, he- is what everyone's doing in this movie. And he was terrible. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Hello, this is Harold Everson from New York City News
0: with a special report. I'm in front of the New York Financial Headquarters right now. The worldwide no-fly zone is a disaster. Our economy is on the brink of a financial collapse, and Wall Street has not opened today. Is this another Friday the 13th? Can the government really keep us here in the country? It appears so. All fights are canceled nationwide and nobody can leave America. What's going on? Why are they holding us here?
1: How long will this continue? And are we under martial law? The president needs to give us answers. Please, God, help us and save our great country. I'm Harold Everson, New York City, signing out. Back to the studio.
0: Um, and then this was where I was like, oh, no. Because we're in another airport yes, and setting up a bunch of new characters, which brings me to Plot Beat 5, plane number two. You know what we talked about in the beginning of the movie, how the movie started? They do it again. Yeah. It's right back to introducing a whole crop of a new characters. A whole bunch of nobody's. The one guy is just like, I'm the best air marshal from here to New York. And it's like, okay. Hey, and then a a bunch of other characters. We just we meet the, we, we literally just hop through these people and meet them. I liked that they were, like that was an actual set. And yeah, like you had, could tell they were in. Yeah, it did look like a an airport. It looked it had real neon lights and stuff too to add like the synth wavy thing. Like I appreciated that. And I also did you notice when it get did the title card? It was called the Nice Airport. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be Nice because I think they maybe they were in, they were in France or Italy. Which one's Nice? France. I don't know. But it just looked like it just said, nice airport. (laughs) That gave me a chuckle. Um, Someone's reading a book that's 50 Sharks of Grey, Bite of Love. And that's where I'm like, this movie thinks it's a comedy, but it's not. I think they they list it as a comedy. It's it's listed as like a a sci-fi action comedy. Which it's not. There's nothing funny in this movie. No, not at all. There's not a goddamn thing. The only thing that's funny is Satan Eats Pizza. That's the only thing that's remotely funny. And it shouldn't even be that funny. No, because it wasn't meant to be either. No. No. I mean, it was meant to be a joke, but for it to be the only funny thing said in this movie that's supposed to be a comedy, that's what I hate. I hate people doing that now where it's like, oh, this new comedy, but it's like they're really just making a shitty movie, but it's also just a shitty movie. It's no. not like a parody. No, they're just trying to be the room, yeah. but on purpose. You can't yeah. do that. No, the, the only time you can do that is if you're making like Black Dynamite. Did you ever see Black Dynamite? No, but I know what you're talking about. That movie's great. It's really fucking funny because they do like a black exploitation movie of the seventies. It's also genuinely funny and they have a lot of meta jokes in it about like the movie. Like one guy stands up and goes like huh, I'm in charge sarcastically. Like where he's reading <laughs> Right. Like where you he has characters accidentally reading <laughs> the action. <laughs> They have one moment where there's a fight scene and one guy hits a guy and he stops and goes motherfucker and then it does a hard cut and then it's a different guy there as if a fight like they create this joke of like the making of the movie right and it's really funny and like they knew the style they knew it to parody like that's how you make a a lot of people are just trying to make I'm just gonna make a shitty movie that has like a shark in it or whatever and it'll be an instant and it's so bad that people are gonna think it's funny it's a cult classic and that's what even the the which I'll get to later because I do have the Kickstarter for uh sky sharks on my phone we'll get to that in in bonus features but right away they're like we're setting out to make the ultimate cult movie and that's what i'm always like you can't you can't you. do that you though. can't do that you don't get to decide if it's a cult movie no that's not how it works no things aren't instantly cult either it's whether people grab it and watch it and it sticks around for it that's what makes a cult movie you don't get to decide you're making a cult movie it happens or it don't well and that's immediately why you know your movie's gonna fail Yes, because you're trying to do. Because you're trying to make a cult movie. Try to make a good movie, and it could become a cult movie. Um, I had another note. Yeah, throughout this, we got to this point of the movie. Sure, this movie feels like it's a whole. It's either trailers or video game cutscenes put together. Yeah, No, I agree with that. I'd that's with that's that. what I was getting out of it, especially yeah. the video game cutscenes, because that's what it feels like, like Metal Gear Solid, where they're super long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I agree with that. No, and this is this is some some Kojima writing, yeah. <laughs> where you're kind of like, I'm not really following anymore. I get a lot being said here, but I'm not. I'm I just, not fully I just, sure. I just want to play some game. I'm not. Yeah, I'd like to shoot more bad guys. <laughs> I think is what I'd like to do. Yeah, this would be like if if you took like um, what's the game? What's the game where you fucking kill futuristic like Nazis? Kind of. What's that fucking game? Wolfenstein? Yes. This is if Wolfenstein was made by Kojima. Like if you yes, took Metal Gear Solid yes. Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear Solid but had to force it into Wolfenstein. That's what this becomes where you're like, "Well, now this is just too long-winded and I'm not really <laughs> sure what we're doing." Um this yeah, we meet all these fucking passengers again. Um this one was fun though because well, first there's uh, there's a sex scene in a we get we get plain titties. Because um, there is a sex scene in the bathroom, and then the, yeah, I forgot the, about that. The Nazi zombies jump on the plane, and then they force a periscope down through, which bursts through the guy's head, yeah. and then just looks around. I am like, why are you putting a periscope down? Like, you know what a plane is? Yeah, <laughs> you know what's going on. You are not worried about anyone yeah. on that plane. And they get in there and they just murder people again. But then this do this one thing where outside, to, they like put a like a piece of barbed wire like through the plane, like through the main hangar to two sharks on either side. And then they slam on the shark brakes, I guess, and go backwards. And I will give the movie this because then that goes through and it cuts like everyone's fucking head off, like juts through the middle of their face. Some of them are CGI. They also had a lot of dummies that they just ripped the top of their heads off. And I'm like, you know what? I will tip a hat to that for that commitment to that gag. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and it's bloody and it's loved, ridiculous. Love practical. Yeah. I wish my movies did practical cuz it looks better. Well, and I love too when a movie like doesn't even try to hide that like, yeah, well, I'm just punching in a rubber dummy's head. I love that. I lo- I don't know. Logan, should we do a shot? Uh, I mean, I guess. I'm only hesitant cuz I see what you're holding in your hand. What do you have? I have a very chilly Tiny shot of Jägermeister. He's got a little bottle of Jägermeister. This is what I teased at the beginning of. We were going to make a mistake <laughs> later in the show. And I'm holding that this mistake. This would be that mistake. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I got to. Some of those little glass bottles. I just bought a little shooter because I didn't want to completely yeah, kill he, us. He showed up with it and just pulled it out and just gave me a little shit-eating grin, just being like, look what I'm going to make you do. What? Uh, um, I don't think I've had Jaeger in 10 years. It's been a spell for it's me been a long well. time. It would be college probably. This is the last time I've had Jaeger. I still remember what it tastes like though. I don't really. See, that's not as bad as I remember. Not as bad as I remember. Um, tastes like black licorice. Oh, Absolutely. It brings back some memories for sure. Mm-hmm. That wasn't so bad. No, that was better than I thought it was going to be. Well, you bought two of those things, so there's another one in my freezer. We can do on <laughs> another episode. So I like how we were always like we started this idea of being like, oh, we'll do shots. We won't always do shots though, and then now we're we're kind of fifty fifty for actually doing a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, kind it of, it's kind of fun for me I, I kind of like it so of just throwing a, a shot into it yes we didn't really come up with a topic though no for this shot so i don't know if we what do we want to go with should we i mean do we want to just go with what would you do if you had a flying shark we can because i already told you my idea what would your idea be well i would fly around mm-hmm. and listen to never ending story just to really just would you name your shark falcor i'd have to I like that. Just flying on a shark and just just looking all dead-eyed and just teeth. And you're just like, never-ending story. Story. Ah. (laughs) Yes. Reports coming in across the city of a man flying on a shark singing the hit song, Never-Ending Story. (laughs) We're going to play a clip for you right now. Never-ending story. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it's a dumb question what we do with a flying shark what you would do with a flying shark is fly around a lot and be like hey look i have, I have a, a flying, flying shark, shark. <laughs> there's no practical use for this no there's not no <laughs> no there's nothing i could think of to do other than fly around yeah the shark. i don't know impress some girls look i'm doing flips on my flying shark. i don't know can you do a kick flip on a flying shark? I don't know. Do you eat the fawns? Do you eat the fawns? Yeah. Hmm. As revenge for jumping hmm. the shark. Well, no, you you don't eat the fawns, but you jump the fawns in your shark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey look, I jumped the fawns in the- my shark. Man, I like that show before it jumped the fawns. <laughs> you jumped the fawns. Well, that's what I would do. You jump the font? Fi- okay, that's yours. I would jump the font. <laughs> hey. <Yeah. laughs> I'm the hey. What a dumb shot! Stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's. Is- <laughs> but it was fun. It was great. Okay, so we already covered plane two. That's where they did the great little barbed wire bit, the saw trap. Kind of, of of killing everybody. Well, it was just a filler for a a way too long movie. It was just doing the same thing. We just did another beat. And then speaking of doing another beat, my next beat after Plane 2 is Exposition Zoom Call 2. They do that again, where they call everybody and just rehash a bunch of the movie again. Yeah, and everyone just has to have like a huge montage. Well, and Richter is always spouting a shitload of exposition. About how it went from like the project from World War Two to now. But they don't show any of it. And then because Exposition Zoom two slowly turns into not World War Two flashback, but Vietnam flashback. So now he was also working for Vietnam, but I he wasn't working like he was working for the Viet Cong or something. It, none of it makes it's not clear a lick of sense. Cuz he they kill Viet Cong soldiers that he was experimenting on to turn them into zombies but then they were testing them on the US soldiers. And that same thought. A camp encampment where he sent them but then they had a zombie planted there that they were using as defense to fight against it but that one went rogue and his name was Damien. Yeah, Damien. Damien yeah. A zombie who does not come into play at all. No, they just decided to introduce another new character that does not matter to the story at all. And we are over an hour into this movie. We're at hour 20, I think, at this point. Oh, we yeah, are, we're nearing the we end. We are deep into this movie to suddenly be like the original zombie Damien. But no, I had the exact same thought. I'm like, why are you experimenting on these Viet Cong to attack... Yeah, what's the... U.S. soldiers. The experiment was to see if zombies... So like, what side are you on? Yeah, of like zombies fought zombies? I don't know. Like, wouldn't you plant those zombies in a Viet Cong camp to attack? You would assume if you're working for the American military, but then... Because like, you said you were, you? you were part of Project Paperclip, which you, is... You're one of the... Bringing pa- Nazis over to Mark, work. you're one of the Paperclip boys. Thank you. Paperclip boy, how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> I do... I, I do love that part in the room. Oh, I I love all of the room. The, <laughs> the room's one of those ones I'm like, do I kinda love this movie? It's horseshit, but I do love watching it. I love it. the way it jumps around, like, oh hi Mark, how are you doing? How is your sex life? How's your sex life? <laughs> Mark, you always have crazy stories. <laughs> After he talks about this guy beating the shit of his girlfriend, he goes, Ha ha So it's crazy stories, Mark. <laughs> Unfazed. <laughs> Anyway, that's just the room. We just start talking about the room there for a second. Someday. Someday. Um, and then, so then after all that, then then there, the plan is we have to do something. We have to... Fu- oh, fuck. Hang on. A whole thing left out during plane two. There was also a military plane there with Richter's daughters on it. They were going to, like... They let off some sort of well. They figured burst out a way of something to take away the invisibility is what they're doing. Oh, like a weird EMP or whatever yes. to make them uninvisible. But that happens, so they do that. I forgot they totally do that during plane two. But then it goes away and does the zoom call and the Vietnam flashback. Yeah, so like right in the middle of this action sequence, we we, yeah. we we go to a zoom call and then comes back to them on the military plane, which then the zombies attack, which then gets you plane three. Yeah, and then part of that is tara reed is changing into a zombie she starts getting affected from the the, the syringe they put so in they her. now don't want to kill this plane because they know she's one of them is the way they kind of explain it yeah they the zombies won't attack one of their own yeah that's that's, that's what they something. said that's how they explained it i don't know um but then for this mission too like richter's like if we if we finish this mission i promise you girls I'll retire. And that's like his whole thing. I'm like, retire? I'm like, motherfucker, you need to be charged for war crimes. You were a Nazi who then also created zombies attacking various soldiers in Vietnam for both sides. You're a war criminal. Yes, you should be hung. You need to be executed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, dude. You were a high Nazi commander during the Holocaust, creating zombies and such. Then continue you, to do shitty things. And then you were clearly just some sort of murderer for hire during Vietnam for both sides. Maybe question mark. Well, and then with this character, too, they they put this weird scar on his face yeah. that he's had the whole time. Well, oh, He has it when he's young, too. No explanation. II, yeah. Is it just to make him look more menacing? I don't know. Yeah, it's an attempt, I think, just to create a look or whatever. But, but yeah. yet he's supposed to look menacing, but he's also not supposed to be an antagonist. No. No, he's supposed to be the good guy. Right. The high Nazi commander who committed war crimes also during Vietnam is our hero. Which is weird because this is also a German-made film. Yes, I found that strange, too. That they're also kind of being like... "So, oh. are, you, are you guys kind of pro-Nazi? What is happening? Or is it them being like, hey, but like, you know, we're not all bad. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I found that strange, too. Especially since they have such strict rules about how you can show nazism stuff like they're they're stricter over there than they are over here because you know over here just uh nazis exist again yeah they're back we're back they're back we're not we are not nazis as far as i know i'm not i don't point at me okay (laughs) you dug yourself into that hole i did don't bring me into it i am not a nazi yeah no they're 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 back and they're angrier than ever um but, yeah, like, over there, it's so strict. That's why I was I was kind of surprised when this was a German-produced movie. And then also, like, the main character who, who is, like, at this redemption arc is a lifelong Nazi. And he doesn't really redeem himself. No. He just kind of sucks throughout the whole no. movie. He only, he just, he yells at the guy being like, we can't leave yet. And then he shoots him and he's like, anyway, I'm off to, like, Brazil yeah. Because they just do a full-on, like, yeah, we escaped. That's what they did. Or I think he even sent Argentina, because, like, a lot of Nazi commandants did escape to South America, because then they couldn't be tried right for their crimes. <laughs> like, yeah, they followed a lot of, like, actual history, too, which was kind of weird. It's weird. It was weird. Well, I thought then, too, he's, like, doing that. I thought they were going to get into, like, some sort of, like, cloning Hitler thing. So I'm like, why not? Why not throw that into this? But instead, the movie just circles back. It's like, ah, we'll just do the plane thing again. They really like the plane thing. They really like it the It should have been Sharks on a Plane. Why do... Good point. I'm tired of these Flying motherfucking sharks. sharks on this motherfucking plane. Two sharks plane. on a plane. Or I'm tired of this motherfucking shark being a motherfucking plane. There you go. Oh, do you remember the the big shark he controls? Yes. So then suddenly out of nowhere, They're they must. Out of nowhere. It must have happened in one of the long stretches of exposition during the Zoom calls with, with President Tony Todd, the Candyman. Uh, but suddenly just a megalodon shows up? Yeah, because that's what he says. He's like. It almost like he does it like a Power Ranger thing, you know? Yeah Because he's just like Megalodon go He didn't actually do that But uh. <laughs> No but he is standing there With like little VR gloves and Yeah eyes. Like like it's almost like A Pacific Rim But a shark <laughs> Yeah But he's piloting This Megalodon Which first off The movie didn't account for Where did you find this Extinct prehistoric Yeah Creature It's <laughs> been gone for Really long time It ain't a regular shark No And then He's just Because it shows up For a second I'm like well they have a big one I'm like wait no He has a big one So then also Is he like in bed with the Nazis, like why does he have a shark to control? I don't know. Right? How long has he been? How long has he been preparing for this and told no one? Yeah, because they all seem pretty surprised. Everyone's that really surprised. About they're this. back. Yeah, yeah, and and they're back on a, a Nazi story. <laughs> for anyone who knows that cartoon, that was a pretty good joke. Uh, and then they um I don't know they just they fight or whatever. Uh. Yeah, this is where my notes really fall off because I I was I was bored by this point. After Plane Two, I was like done. Plane Two was fun. I had the, some good gore. That's the checkout point. After had some Plane good two. gore after that. I don't know what's happening. In the plot anymore. I, the whole Vietnam flashback. I was like no, because you're starting a whole new movie, and I don't care. I don't care now. We're way too late to be introducing a movie. I can't do it anymore. And and then t- like there's movie references too because Damien he he has a helmet. This is born to kill, a la full metal uh, jacket. You mean reborn he, to but kill? But puts it puts in blood, re so it's reborn to kill. Yeah, I had a pretty big eye roll. At well, that it's this point. whole thing about that whole flashback is about this zombie this this like patient zero zombie they had who was they were also trying to control him with the mind of another soldier, but it made him freak out, and so he just pulled it. From oh, the adrenaline, it's really it explained really in, in intricately because it's like the guy controlling the zombie, the adrenaline, his system short-circuited the receptor that goes into Damien's brain, so Damien was freaking out, so he pulled it out, and then he went into quote an unprecedented bloodlust, and so and then I think killed everyone. So again, that's just another another, you know, check on your, your war crimes list. But what happens to Damien? Because we don't... He doesn't come we back. don't see him. We don't hear from him. You're expect- nothing. That setup should mean like he's, he's the, the head leader. zombie. He's yeah. the zombie. Yes. Or something. The the Or the one that we introduced on the first plane. Anything. Anything. Who's the girl zombie? We don't introduce her, but she's got a character. She's in both planes. No, they make it very clear that we need to focus on her. Yeah. But we don't flesh out her character. Yeah. Uh, and again, we talked about how there's some good CGI in this movie. There's there's moments of bad CGI. One I noticed is towards the end here, when it's... oh actually this is actually the mid credit stinger. So maybe I should wait a second and uh, we'd, let's wrap up the movie first. Okay. Because the movie wrap up is they kill a couple zombies and the big shark eats some small sharks and then they all just leave. I think it is too. It's just that they oh, don't. They I don't guess def- we're defeated. They don't defeat them. There's no. They don't att- sh- like take down that ship that the Nazis have. I think this was they no. Were, they don't take the base out. They no. just honestly take out the sky sharks. They kill a couple of sky sharks and a couple of zombies, which we were shown earlier in the movie. There's quite a few. There's an army of them. Yeah, and then Tara Reed starts turning zombie and like shoots everyone on the plane, but like none of them really die, so everyone's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, but then also the the dad uh, Richter yeah. Klaus seems to have a cure in mind. He says if she turns. Give it to her right away. So yeah, exactly. You so you knew this was coming. Yeah, he's like he's like when she starts turn, give her this, the antidote to the zombie thing. Th- it's just why not? So you send her on a mission? You just give her that dog? Wouldn't you just quarantine her when she starts to turn? You give it yeah. to her. This is very close, you know. Your father had a premonition that something like this might happen. Give me this. The K7B connects all together.
1: This is the antidote that keeps your sister from falling prey to evil. If she turns, you give her a fucking shot.
0: Yeah. You already had her, like, strapped to a bed where you were, like, testing her, like, for her, her ailments and stuff. Like, at a hospital bed where they had, like, yeah. straps on her. They're like, ah, oh, we got a few hours. Why don't you get on this plane? Yeah, why don't you go on a covert ops mission where we're going to watch a plane get massacred and not, <laughs> not really, really do, do anything. much else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Because they don't they don't help those people at all. No, they watch them unfold. They watch the plane get destroyed and get the top cut off and everyone's brains get exploded and they don't care. Um and then they yes, yeah, so and then they kill these sharks, and they fall from the sky, and Richter goes, There we go. Step one. And I was like, Step one? Of how many? And I, that's where I got worried of, like, is there more movie? <laughs> I got scared. I got scared for a second there. I'm like, are we about to do a whole nother beat of mission? Were you missions? afraid that you were going to pause it and realize you were only 20 minutes yes, deep? Yes. I constantly worried about <laughs> I was constantly worried about that. But even when I was at, like, an hour. I'm like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's happening? There is no end game or yeah. flow in mind throughout yeah. this entire And game. so that last beat I call Plane 3 slash Giant Shark. Um, of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight beat uh, structure I've made here, mostly of planes and flashbacks. <laughs> it and, is. And too, zoom, it is. And too, boring and zoom, zoom calls. calls yeah. <laughs> it's like a third of each, kind of. Uh, and then there's a. Oh, then it does this, like, kind of. I wrote down, I called it Marvel credits because it does, like, the 3D models. Of like the characters and like skeletons and sharks and it does like the credits you kind of kind of like the end of it made me think it looked exactly like the end of uh, Age of Ultron where it's like the the like the steel models of all the characters and Ultron and stuff and they're all like in that then it shows them in like the big kind of fight yeah but it's like the 3D models of it you know and those look good like the 3D like and then no, they, listen and then they, they 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 do have some skills yes. it's not in storytelling no 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 well then they. Then once the so that's the first part of like the you know here's the the credits, um, and then it does a mid credit stinger where it shows this Nazi lady, and sh- and did you notice who that was? And I called it. I called no, it what was going to happen in the fucking beginning of the movie. Richter talks about their mother, and it shows this quick picture of this blonde, like gaunt looking lady and i'm like well she's clearly a nazi and is going to be a nazi later in the movie she's not it's that lady though so she, she's like, the leader of the don't they call it the fourth reich the fourth reich i did see that i must have missed i missed the skyfrog they, sh- they uh, well, yeah so that's at the end of the credits so okay. you saw the mid credits i stinger. did see the mid so the mid credit stinger is then showing this this lady this blonde lady and she looks very much like um uh like she, like straight out of like Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, kind of Nazi lady. Yeah, she's she's very much that. The, oh, the quintessential. She's the the version of like, um, who is she? Is she Ava Braun in but like the the Nazi chicken hellboy who's like serving? Oh, yeah, 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 Rasputin. It's not Ava Braun, I can't remember who she is. I, I can't remember either, but I know what you're talking about. That, yes, it's that character. Um, but she's like, where th- it's the um, I'm thinking Die Hard 3. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Simon's lady. Simon's lady. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I put that too. Yeah. Yep. Very severe, tall, blonde yeah. lady, <laughs> who's 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 scary, but you're not sure why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just a general scariness to her. Um it Look, a young version of Rue McClanahan from Starship Troopers. <laughs> um. But she's like, we're the Fourth Reich, whatever. I didn't really listen to what she said, because I was pretty checked out by that point. Yeah, no, I think she was just kind of basically saying, we're going to rise up. But this go. is the janky CG I want to talk about, because then it shows like all the soldiers marching, and all of their legs are little CG legs. <laughs> they're tiny? They're little... They're not, <laughs> no, they're not tiny. Okay. Let's hope yeah, they their baby know, legs. No, it was like GoldenEye Big Head mode. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it, – they just manipulated them to, like, move them up and down as if they were marching. But it was very clearly, like, they just – they animated – the bodies are real guys. And it's very clearly they had actual video of them standing there with their weapons in their oh, uniform. they just made them look like they're moving? They just kind of moved the legs a little bit just by manipulating them. And I saw them like, oh, well, CG legs. <laughs> you couldn't have just made them walk and, like, clone that? But okay, sure. Sure. Sure, whatever. But so setting up, I guess, a sequel of something, Sky, but it would be called, like, Sky Sharks 2, The Fourth I hope Reich not, because we'll have to watch it, and I do we not want to do that. If they do make another one, we probably will actually have yeah. to, because I'm curious what a second one of this would even be. And now here's here's Richter's uh, flashback to Desert Storm. <laughs> <laughs> and what, he, what did he do there with Nazis and zombies? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then they do a bunch. But then the rest of the credits, I just wrote down they're very proud of their 3D models. Because then it's all just 3D models of the ship and characters and anything they actually had to model for the CG. They just made the credits the whole way. And at the very end is then a trailer for Sky Frogs. Which, here's the thing. That whole thing is a joke of being, like, this This babe, she's taken topless to a prehistoric past, but and then now she's a warrior of the wasteland, and she's a brunette now? Come look at, and she'll crush these frogs under her boobs. I mean, boots. And, like, there's actually, like, hardcore, like, really hammy jokes. And, I'm like, well, you didn't do jokes in your comedy movie. And that's this trailer for Sky Frogs, which, by the way, the frogs don't fly. There's no Sky Frogs. And then it does this hard cut, and then it's like, Sky Frogs, the new game from MTI Entertainment, which I looked up, doesn't exist.
1: Mark-tropolis presents a spectacular-looking blonde special agent with special skills, special pants, special suit, special boobs. uh, boots, see breasts, see monster frogs, see more breasts.
0: MTP games Skyfall you played Skyfrogs today MTP But they ring like it's a real game I don't know why what I don't <laughs> know what is happening I don't know dog I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I don't know God damn it. I can't tell you Um So if you haven't guessed by now too we are uh we're kind of, we're kind of blowing through bonus features that was the movie and now we're kind of into bonus features, uh, which I don't have much. Because I do have the Sky Sharks uh, Kickstarter. Do you know how much money they raised from people who paid to see this movie? I'm going to guess way too much. Uh, 2.3 million. Not quite that much. Okay. But 96,000 euros. They wanted to do 75,000. So they even went over their goal. They yeah, they exceeded their goal. 377 euros from 907 backers. That's a lot of money for some of those people dropped some money. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was gonna say that's a lot. This for... was this was not a bunch of people dropping five dollars. <laughs> Did the top one get to play Klaus or what? <laughs> yeah. Uh They put down the funding period, May 11th, 2015, to June 15th, 2015, 34 days. So I don't know if they made it and exceeded that in that time, which would be wild. Uh, But they're selling it as Sky Sharks, the ultimate zombies on Flying Sharks movie. And that's the thing. There you go. That's what we're trying to do. Um summary deep in the ice i should have just read this at the beginning deep in the ice of the antarctica of of the antarctic a team of geologists uncover an old nazi laboratory still intact where dark experiments had occurred unwittingly the geologists unleash upon the world a top secret experiment the germans had been working on modified sharks that are able to fly whose writers are genetically mutated undead superhumans the only thing that can stop them and possibly save the world is a military task force called the Dead Flesh Four. That, no, th- that never once was that that's said. Not in the movie. That's not, not once. in the movie. Assembled from reanimated U.S. soldiers who fell in Vietnam. No. Nope. That didn't happen. That didn't happen in this movie. Not even in the movie at all. With Sky Sharks, it is our intent to create the ultimate. Cult movie, unlike any scene before, that will capture the hearts, minds, and souls of genre film fan from around the world. See, their synapse makes sense. Their movie does not. Because yeah. so it does not yeah. follow that yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh Synopsis. Synapsis. Sorry. Synapse is a, a thing in your brain. Uh <laughs> do I have a brain? <laughs> Am I the scarecrow? <laughs> additionally germany in the early 1920s was the cradle of horror films but over the decades it has passed into oblivion today it's carving out a miserable existence our hope with sky sharks is to not only make a great horror film but to help put germany back on the horror making map um so do they mean germany in the 19 just horror world uh, that's the 30s and 40s uh (laughs) Yeah, no, that's what I thought too. Like, additionally, Germany in the early twenties. Was, Where was uh, Nosferatu filmed? Was that in Germany? Uh, yeah, that's German. Okay. I, yeah, I think right there they're talking. They're talking about silent films. We're talking about that. They're talking right. about uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Uh, another one's like, like, yeah, German expressionistic films in the silent era were like the beginning of horror cinema. And they were creepy, and like the art style was really weird. And there's some really cool movies that still hold up. Like, the, the, like I mentioned, Captain of Doctor Caligari still looks amazing for being a, a silent movie from that era. Um, but the fact that you're just like, yeah, a hundred years ago, we made good horror movies. Anyway, what if shark could fly? <laughs> Have you ever thought, what if, what if, what if you did, what if you do the shark in the sky? Did you? Maybe that would bring back the the triumph of horror <laughs> try to forget about 30s and 40s here's nazis yeah <laughs> yeah in the 20s germany led the way in horror films then some other stuff happened and now, <laughs> now we have sharks flying now on Nazis. now though now though. sharks flying on nazis <laughs> okay that's a, that's a different movie okay. that's a different movie okay you've got me there sir <laughs> that's a different movie you stumbled into a pitch i think maybe that's a (laughs) sequel we don't know we don't know (laughs) uh that 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 was the main thing uh but it was just you know this is their i think they did a like a teaser trailer maybe that's why i feel like i've seen this before i think maybe i've seen like the promotion trailer because it would have been like 2015 they made it yeah and then the movie didn't come out till 2020 so maybe maybe that's what i was thinking maybe i'd seen the like uh the the concept trailer before but yeah um but yeah that's that's probably that's really all i had for we didn't have any bonus features for this one but uh that's sky sharks i suppose and then probably about the episode i get any closing thoughts on uh sky sharks we got a little deeper into it than i thought we were gonna yeah we got way deeper than i thought we would um we talk, we were talking about upstairs. Like once we find things we don't realize how mad about how mad we are about them until we talk about them. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much. I, I don't think I'm going to recommend this one.
1: Mm. It's just I wouldn't either. There's too
0: much happening and it's just you lose interest really, really fast. It's not a cohesive movie. No. It is not a cohesive movie. It doesn't come together. I think you could look up some scenes that could be fun. I think look up those plane massacres. They're kinda of fun. That might be the only thing. Anything character sucks. Anything No, because they don't it's so funny the time they take to develop the plain characters is almost more than they put into oh, yeah. the main characters. You get to know them more than Richter and the main characters. Which is insane. Well I love at the end too when they accomplish a mission, then Richter's just like he's like, girls, when you get back home, we'll talk about my retirement. And I'm like, Yeah, no. and then he just takes his glowy spine off and he's just he like He puts his spine away. <laughs> like, what? I would no. I, I have that written down. I put he put his spine away. He does. He puts it in like a suitcase and like there. No more spine today. Because for I thought he needed that to like be up to be an old man. He needed this bionic spine. So no, he just wears that for fun, right? Because it's not like he's physically fighting anything. No, not once. He didn't need does his he robot need it for spine. his zoom calls or. Yeah, that's the that's the that's Wi-Fi the router. It's <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> just booster. Yeah, this is my Wi-Fi booster. <laughs> If I wear this on my spine, anything I'm near just gets a little better yep. signal. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and then they're just like, they're like, we're, we're thinking, you know, oh, hey, Mark, we're thinking about getting sushi. Or what? they make some joke about that. Or like, first, like, you want this pizza? Don't they talk about, like, seafood we're, pizza? We're thinking about getting a sushi pizza. Ha, 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 ha how's your sex life? Yeah. Uh, but they do that. And he's oh, like, hi, doggy. And he's like, I'm okay, but we'll talk about my retirement later spicy tuna? What? We're we ordering a seafood pizza. We're gonna be at your place in two hours.
1: Whatever you prefer is fine with me. Are you okay? I'm fine. Just get here, will you? Ready to talk about your retirement plans, Dad? Later. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with
0: him? <laughs> Maybe he's just getting old like no again bro war crime we should be talking about your arrest we need to talk about wh- what committee will be interrogating you it sounds like you're in america yeah yeah it sounds like the you need to be in front of the un like a war council here but uh he just says that and then the girl's turn i can't remember what the lines of dialogue are but they're atrocious cuz the ones just like he seems something and then tommy so sister just goes like, or maybe he's just getting old. Ha Ha-ha. ha 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 ha! And then they like they force these big laughs to like end the movie. I'm like, ha we did it, but it makes no sense because <laughs> you didn't do anything. And it was just me at that point. That it was you and me sitting there just laughing with as the Stockholm syndrome took hold. Ha 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 ha! Good movie, gang. You've done it, and our noses bled great um, job great job with your nazi zombie shark movie congratulations you've made a video game oh and then also i wrote uh, my last note is a uh, post credit titties because uh sky frogs she's top list all the time so okay just, yeah so uh, i missed that but of yeah, course why not take one more opportunity why not take one last chance to be gross to throw in the fakest boobs by the way because i remember from the little skyplane video Yeah, yeah, no, she's uh, well, all the like, I'm not. I think all of them in there were very uh, over exaggerated. They've had work, they've had work done. Let's just put it that way. We'll just say that. Yeah, just say that. They're these women got boobs to show on camera. Yeah, how about that? How about that? And they didn't didn't have a lot of money to spend. (laughs) Oh, rude. Well, should have done a Kickstarter. They should have done a Kickstarter. That's where some of that 96,000 went. (laughs) Get some boobies. Um. yeah this movie's bad don't watch it you can look up some clips you want I I. I'm. T- I like there's actual makeup effects there was actually some CGI that wasn't atrocious there was actual kills we never get kills in shark movies anymore it's just a and they're gone so it's nice to see like kills although also, not many done by the sharks no this isn't a shark movie it's, it's a Nazi, zombie, this is a Nazi movie. zombie movie the yeah. sharks barely did anything they're just there to say like haha we made a shark movie yeah isn't that funny? Because sci-fi original movies, this is in that vein. But it is. It's just done better than those movies. Yeah, and th- this thing, there's some stuff going for. I feel like if they didn't try to make this movie, they could have made something really fun. No, because this, if they would have had an, a writer, an actual writer, and not just try to do it themselves. Yes, because you yeah. can tell that, like you just said, this is a effects team it's a list of visuals yeah, because if yeah. you also go through the credits the dude who directed it he is attached to every piece of this fucking movie yes yeah no the thing I, th- I think this is an this, it's an effects led movie yeah there's people who just like oh we want to do all the cgi stuff but then they were almost too focused on what would be a cool set piece or a thing that we can do yeah they're just trying to get to points in the movie yeah story be damned but even then when they go back to world war ii they try to make it look like world war ii they try they do a whole different look when they do vietnam they try to make it look like visually hell yeah they were doing a lot more than a lot of the fucking shark movies we watch do but still a bad movie yeah they needed someone to help them write and they needed someone to help them edit yeah but more and more i mentioned this uh when we watch Ouija shark like every fucking one of these we watch i keep being like I feel like you and I could make a shark movie over a weekend. And it would make more sense, at least. Yeah, at least our storyline would track and it would would follow. You would understand what was happening. We would have three acts... We'd have a beginning and an end, <laughs> and, and here's it the would thing make too. sense. And even if we shot it on my fucking iPhone, it would look better than Ouija Shark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have that. We always will have that. Like even shooting on this is going to look better than some of the shit we've watched because these cameras are better than some. Which of, like, also, video. is mind-boggling. What did they shoot Ouija Shark on? Well, that cause I it said it was released. It was shot like a few years before it was released, so I think they had like a mini DV camera. Uh. I w- I would bet. I bet that looks like that looks like my quality camera. Of when I was shooting stuff like in college. But seriously, get an iPhone, build a stand, yes. you have a better shot movie already. Yeah. You can manipulate the contrast and the light. Like you can do more on this. That's why like it's it's been hard to like try to find a new camera to buy. Cause it's like you either have your iPhone or buy a or a, spend fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or buy a really expensive like camera. Like you don't really get the because back when I was in college, you could get what they called prosumer. Whereas like a camera that's like pretty good, it's not a pro camera, but good enough. And that's where you got a lot of mini mini DV cameras where you had the tiny little digital tape, which were just adorable. But you had the little tapes you put in and record and then you could like transfer that to a computer to edit. But it wasn't, you know, ready to just, it wasn't like an SD card like you have now. Yeah, there's not a lot of middle ground anymore. No, now it's either, but like, but then I suppose because everyone has an iPhone and look how good they look like video on phones, like looks better now than my, like my old prosumer camera from 2008, I can make anything on my iPhone look way better than that (laughs) fucking camera. And that was like a a pretty good mid tier camera for the time. But now it's like, eh, not so much, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know why we did that tangent. Uh, but uh, th- th- well, we just gotta be done. Huh? We gotta be done. This we is, just uh... gotta be done. I'm just rambling now because I got Jaeger in me. Uh, but yeah, that was um, that was Sky Sharks. Um, I th- well, so I'm not. I'm not gonna say what we're watching next. So hopefully, our next movie, if all plans if, go, if it works out the way we want it to, for where this is lining up recording wise. Our next movie will also involve the sky <laughs> yes um and we're hoping is going to be a, a new movie like yes. a brand new movie i hope i'm not giving it away too much but it's not chicken little it's not chicken little uh it's a movie we've been looking forward to for a while so hopefully if it doesn't happen it will happen if not next episode two episodes from now i'm hoping next episode that will be our next <laughs> discussion um so we'll probably go non-shark next movie and then we'll have to circle back to sharks. I was wondering, maybe that's what shark to- this year would be Sharktoberfest 3D. Is the 3D aspects, what makes it three-dimensional, is that it's a year long? Yeah. Is that kind of what we're maybe doing I, a, on the slide? a little bit? I think bit? we're doing it without trying to do it, so we might as kind well of. lean into it. I even Guten-Togged this one. You did? I even did a guten and Vilkoman. Well, then, all right, then. That's going to do it for this episode of Sharktoberfest. For Dusted Pixley, I'm Logan Nielsen. Thanks for listening, and as always say it on East Pizza? (laughs) Alright. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We sound so mad. Bye.